Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. The Handmaid of the Lord. Hear ye therefore, O house of David. Is it a small thing for you to be grievous to men, that you are grievous to my God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. And thou, Bethlehem Ephrata, art a little one among the thousands of Judah. Out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be the ruler of Israel. And his going forth is from the beginning, from the days of eternity. Thus spoke the prophets of old, and their words were known to all the Jews, who treasured them in their hearts, and looked to the day of the coming of the Anointed One, the Messiah, the Redeemer of Israel, who would fulfill the Lord's promise given to Abraham and Moses. And after many generations, the Lord did give the promised sign. But the elders and the learned of Nazareth knew it not, for they were concerned with earthly and legalistic matters involving a certain Joseph who had come out of Judea into Galilee in search of a bride. Joseph? Ah, Enoch. What brings you here so early in the day? Oh, something that's uh, a, a very serious matter, perhaps. Oh. Of what nature? Concerns you. The elders meet tonight. They've asked me to request your presence. Well, they want me there? Why? What have I done? Well, that I don't know. That's what they wish to find out. Well, am I charged with something? Well, to be sure, I was a bit late paying the tithe, but... That's been settled between me and the rabbi. No, no, it's nothing like that. Well, then you do know. Joseph. What is it? Joseph, my lips are sealed. Perhaps there's nothing wrong. This is merely an inquiry regarding a certain event that's been brought to the attention of the elders. Enoch, I must say you're acting very mysterious. Please, Joseph, don't press me with questions. I'm not a 
Well, I'm not permitted to tell you more. Very well. Tell the elders I'll be there. I'm sure I've done nothing wrong. I'll be glad to help them in any way I can. I must believe that, Joseph. I'm your kinsman and your sponsor. When you came seeking a bride, did I not present you in the synagogue? Yes. Did I not speak to the widow of Jacob, help arrange the betrothal and marriage between you and Mary? And for finding such a bride, I shall be grateful all the days of my life. I pray God in bringing you and Mary together, I've done right. Enoch, what are you saying? Surely no, there's no, no question. I must go. No more questions. I said more than I should have. Come to the meeting. But Enoch, Enoch, come back. Tell me, what have I done to offend you? Moreover, when he first came to Nazareth, did I not say at the time, and there are those here who will confirm it, did I not say we should find out more about him before presenting him to the widow of Jacob? I leave it to you, Rabbi, if I didn't say those very words. Yes, yes, Titus, you did say something to that effect. However... When Joseph was presented to the congregation as the groom of Mary, and I called out for anyone who could speak against him, all voices, including your own, Titus, were silent. And I, I said further, there were several young men in Nazareth of high quality, and well known to you all, who had looked with longing eyes at Mary. Among them, two of your own? Yes, Titus. <laughs> My eldest son had but a few days before the arrival of this stranger from Judea looked with favor upon Mary. You well know Mary is of the house of David, and according to tradition should marry one of her kind. How did we know he's from the house of David? He rides in here one day, and before we know it, he is betrothed to the most desirable woman in Nazareth. Why was he in such a hurry? Perhaps too much of a hurry, I say, to take her to wife. Joseph is my kinsman. All of you knew his father who left Nazareth many years ago. Why did you not raise then the question you do now? Why were you in such a hurry to arrange the marriage? You ask such a question. Mary is 14. Joseph is 20. What woman of 14 in Nazareth has no man in her house? What seed of David was rooted here? When my kinsman rode in, it was a blessed day. Next, Enoch. You'll claim God sent this man at the time. Would you deny God brings young people together so they can be joined in marriage, build their home in Israel? Rabbi, Joseph is here. Enough of this bickering. Joseph has come. May God be with you, my elders. I am asked by Enoch, my kinsman, to appear at this hour. But I'm not told why I'm summoned. That was so you could not knit a tight story in advance. Silence, if you please. I will conduct the hearing. Joseph, though you come out of Judea, where I am told customs differ, still you must be aware of our ways in Galilee concerning marriage. Rabbi, it's true. Because of the poverty into which the house of David has fallen, I'm not a learned man, but I am versed in the laws and the scriptures. Mm. Then you know that a betrothal and marriage can be one and the same. So it is written. If a man puts away his betrothed, he must give her a bill of divorcement, and she has the rights of a married woman. Are you aware it's customary, at least in Galilee, for a year to elapse between the betrothal and the marriage ceremony? That I know. The question is, have you observed the custom? Titus, if you please. Joseph, are you aware that, though it is not unlawful, 
It is unseemly and contrary to our custom for the bride and groom to come together and consummate a marriage before the year of waiting is over. That I know. Have you observed the custom of our people? Most rigidly. After the betrothal, Mary remained in her mother's house and I stayed with my kinsmen. I see my bride only in her mother's home. We do not sit alone, as is the law. We are not seen together in public, as is the law. I vouch for Joseph. He works early and late to earn money for the wedding ceremony. Enough of this. Don't you know what the women at the well are saying about you and Mary? My elders, I've nothing to do with the women of Nazareth. Betrothed to Mary, I've not spoken to another woman except her mother. Now, what is this gossip? Wagging tongues of thoughtless women don't bring you here, Joseph. From more responsible sources, we were prompted to make further inquiries. Well, of who? Of what? Of Mary. From women who know about such things, we are informed that Mary is with child. God in heaven. What are you saying? Well, these women who Sit would down, say... Joseph. Hear me out. Three days ago at the well, a woman said to Mary, What is it you carry under your heart? Here is her reply heard by four witnesses. That which I carry under my heart is the hope and the salvation of Israel. Rabbi, that could mean much or little. This comment, along with the reliable testimony of older women, leaves no doubt. Joseph, your betrothed is with child. May God have mercy on their slanderous tongue. Joseph... Our hearts are troubled, and this matter must be cleared. I call upon you to tell us whether you've married your bride in fact prior to the end of the waiting period. Bring these women before me and let me question them. No, Joseph, they'll not be called or named. You may be sure any question you could put to them, we have ourselves and under oath. We hope you can confess publicly the child is yours. For if, God forbid, it's not... Your bride is guilty of adultery and must be punished according to the law. Joseph, we understand your reticence, but beg you to confess the truth. See how he hangs his head in shame. Silence proclaims his guilt. So grave a matter cannot be answered thus. You must speak out. If you're the father, that ends the inquiry. Unseemly behavior is not in this case unlawful. If not the father, you must speak out, that the guilty may be found and punished. Joseph, we wait your answer. I declare before this inquiry, my bride Mary is pure and without taint. Listen to him. The guilty always shout their innocence. Joseph, we can end this inquiry without prejudice to you or to Mary. If you admit you're the father of her child... That ends it. Oh, hear me, men of Galilee. How can I come before you and tell a falsehood? I have observed the custom. The women are mistaken. Mary is not with child. She has lived among you. You know her. Her sweetness, her gentleness, her purity and innocence. How can you make such a charge against her? Mary is innocent. I stake my life on it. This upstart has shamed our noblest family. As nearest relative, I demand satisfaction. Joseph has denied he is the father of the alleged child and challenges the testimony of the women. In the absence of positive proof, and there is possibility the women may be mistaken, I suggest we close the inquiry. No, no. 
If he's not the father, then let him go to Mary and ask who is. Never. I'll not put such a question to her. Well, on second thought, there's no point in asking Mary if she's with child, for she would have to deny it. Every time you speak, you insult my bride. Mary is incapable of falsehood. I declare the inquiry closed. Joseph, you may go. Joseph, you are so silent tonight. Tell me what's in your heart. If I'm silent, it's because I'm too troubled and angry to speak. Because of the meeting of the elders? Do you know about that? Oh, Joseph, if there were only some way to tell you how blessed you and I are. Mary... The things they said about us, I just can't understand why those women would do such a thing. They spoke the truth, Joseph. Mary, you don't know what you're saying. They are good women. They don't tell idle tales. But, Mary, they told the elders that you were with child. It's the truth, Joseph. God has blessed me with a child. Mary. Believe me when I say God has blessed us. Please. They said the evidence was beyond contradiction. I wouldn't believe them. I staked my life on your innocence. Now from your own lips you tell me it's true? I do not know, ma'am. I told them you were incapable of falsehood. I refused to ask if you were with child. But that is why I told you I was. Mary, Mary, in spite of what they say, in spite of your own words... I can't believe anything but good about you. I can't find it in my heart to question you. My mind tells me to leave Nazareth. Oh, Joseph, I wouldn't know how to answer your question, but don't leave me, please. My child will need a father on earth. But I, I don't know what to do. Or to say or believe. Glory, not shame, shines from your eyes because of what's happened. You don't bow your head as a guilty woman. If only I could think clearly. I don't know what to do. But whatever it is, may God be with you always. Joseph, if only I could tell you I am the handmaid of the Lord. Joseph? Joseph? What are you doing at this late hour? Packing my tools. I'm leaving. There's no need. It's best I leave and send Mary a bill of divorce. That's unthinkable. What a Mary. People will then certainly say the child is not yours. Tell them they're wrong. A man can put away his wife if she finds no favor in his eyes. That's the law. Now, don't ride out like a thief in the night. What reason is there to stay? Have you considered Mary and her child? I shall provide for them as best I can. At a distance? It's not food and clothing she'll need. People will scorn her. The women at the well will taunt her. She needs protection. 
People will think the worst if you run away. Enoch, it's for her sake I'm leaving. Stay for her sake. A divorced woman is like a, a bird with a broken wing. No, it's best I go. Her kinsmen will stir up trouble for me. She will be shunned by them. Oh, wait a few days. Tempers were hot tonight. See what the morning brings. I ask for my sake as well as yours and Mary's. Enoch, the sight of me and your company would turn them against you. Let that be on my head. Hmm? Well, since you ask it, I will stay for a while. Joseph Bar Jacob. Who speaks? The angel of the Lord. What would you have of me? Do not be afraid, Joseph, son of David, to take thee Mary, thy wife. By her own confession, she's with child, not mine. For that which is begotten in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. The Messiah. Mary, Mary, how I have wronged you. But there's nothing to forgive, Joseph. You couldn't know. But I thought evil of you. I couldn't believe in you when you asked. I was going to leave Nazareth and divorce you privately. Oh, God will never forgive me. Joseph, in making you the earthly father of his son, he has forgiven you. You couldn't know what I couldn't but tell. I should have guessed. I should have believed. Oh, who in all the world would believe that one as lowly as I would be chosen to fulfill the prophecy? Mary, when, how did all this happen? Several months ago. And all this time you've had to keep your secret? That day, I came in from the garden. And I felt a presence in my room. I was frightened, but... In a strange way, not as uh, one is frightened by danger. And then I was blinded by a light more dazzling than the sun. And I fell to the floor and I covered my eyes. And when I looked up, I was no longer alone. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Do not be afraid, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. And he shall be king over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. How shall this happen? Since I do not know man. The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee. And the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. And therefore the Holy One to be born shall be called the Son of God. What a sinner I am to have doubted you for an instant. But now that you know the truth, there's no need to blame yourself, Joseph. 
And you did believe in me. For when I stood in danger of stoning, you defended me. Oh, Mary, you were closer to God than any living person. Ask him to forgive me. It will be done. And now we must give thought of what we must do in the days to come. Yes. Joseph, do you think we're permitted to say anything about what's happened? Oh, I, I don't think it would be wise. Oh, yet I would... I, I would want to shout it for all Israel to hear. No one would believe us. We would be mocked and laughed at, perhaps put away as unsound in mind. As you said... Who would believe that the Messiah would be entrusted to a carpenter and a peasant woman in Nazareth? But then, what are we to do? Live our lives as usual, until such time as the child is born. And then? Then bring him up according to the law, until such time as God reveals him to the world. Oh, with a wise husband. God has now twice blessed me. You must realize that with this holy secret, our lives will not be easy. We are ordinary people, but your son's life is governed by prophecy. My heart grows cold. As if I'm afraid. Oh, why are you afraid? The prophecies, there are so many of them, and some, Joseph, are so terrible, like... A lamb led to the slaughter, lifted up. They laugh me to scorn. Oh, there are many prophecies, but uh, not all apply to the Messiah. You may be sure God will protect his own. But still, my heart is numb with fright. Keep in mind the words of the angel, the messenger of God who speaks for God. Didn't he say... He will be king over the house of Jacob forever? Yes. And of his kingdom there will be no end? Yes. Oh, Joseph, you comfort me. You restore my courage. Now it came to pass in those days that a decree went forth from Caesar Augustus that a census of the whole world should be taken. This first census took place while Serenus was governor of Syria. And all were going, each to his own town, to register. Mary? Mary? What is it, Joseph? We must go to Bethlehem. Notice has just come that Caesar has ordered a census. But what's that to do with our going to Bethlehem? Well, he is following the Jewish custom. Each person must go to his own town to register. Being of the house of David, we must go to Bethlehem. My time is near. Do you suppose this has come that a child be born in Bethlehem to fulfill the prophecy? God works in many ways to perfect his plan. When is this census? Oh, it must be completed by the year's end. Oh, well then, let's start at once. Oh, but can you stand the trip at this time? Oh, Joseph, I will endure. The child must be born in Bethlehem. Oh, how much farther, Joseph? We're about... Two miles out of Jerusalem. That makes it about uh, four miles to Bethlehem. Are, are you all right? Yes. Just tired, Joseph. Look down, Mary. Those lights come from Bethlehem. Hurry, Joseph. 
I'm very cold. For just a little while. You'll be out of this rain where it's warm and dry. Mary, Mary, are you all right? Yes, Judge. Oh, Mary, there's no room for us at the inn. What few private rooms the man had were filled days ago. People are sleeping on the floors or huddled with the animals under the portico. What are we to do? Well, the innkeeper's wife said that there was a cave up the road. It's used as a stable, but she said it would be dry. And there was plenty of clean straw for a bed. Take me there, Joseph. It's the place God has chosen. Now, Mary, you were not told that. Joseph, my time has come. Take me to the stable. Let me put my cloak around you, Mary. You must be chilled. Oh, no. No, I don't need it now. I'm very comfortable. Well, then, uh... You lie on the straw and I'll get some food ready. Yes. You sure now you're all right? Oh, yes. Just getting out of the rain and lying down was all I needed. Well, the census will take only a few days. Then we can go to the house of my relative. We should stay here until after your purification. But the child must be presented to the temple. Well, since we must pass through Jerusalem on yes, the way yes. home. Never mind the food. But, Mary. Do as I say. Leave me now, Joseph. I will call you if I need you. Mary, are you Joseph, sure? Before you go, put some fresh straw in the manger. Straw? In the manger? Yes. I will use the manger as a crib. And later that night, the angels sang... Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace among men of goodwill. And shepherds in the district heard, and were awed exceedingly, until an angel appeared before them. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, who is Christ the Lord. <laughs> 